You're listening to The Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 117. It gets easier is a lie, but that's okay. Did you know your nursing dream job is out there? But it's not something you find. It's something you create. And I can show you how. I'm Abby Sanchez, and I'm a life coach for nurses. Using my experience at the bedside, along with my psychology degree, I help nurses build confidence, manage overwhelm, and fall in love, or back in love, with being a nurse. So come along with me, and I'll help you create the career and life you crave. You ready? Let's go. Hey there, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited to dive into another episode with you guys today. I recently was talking to one of my Bold Nurse Society members, and she was asking me how I come up with so much content for you guys, for the content we do every week, because this is episode, what, 117 of the podcast, and I do a Make Your Monday email every week, and I'm creating content for Bold Nurse Society and Instagram and all kinds of things. So she was asking me, where do you get all these ideas? And I told her that I have a lot of places where I just kind of collect inspiration from. I listen to podcast episodes, I read books, I get inspiration from questions that are asked in Bold Nurse Society on our coaching calls, or that I see on nursing Instagram accounts or Facebook groups, and just from my own nursing experience in my life. And so that's what I told her. I said, you know, these are different places that I'm just kind of picking up inspiration and different ideas along the way. I loved what she said back to me. She said, your life must be full of inspiration. And at first I wanted to kind of resist that. Like I was like, no, I just have a normal life. But then I was like, wait a second. Why wouldn't I want to believe that about my life? Why wouldn't I want to believe my life is full of inspiration? And so I was like, yeah, you know what? My life is full of inspiration. There's information out there all over the place. There are people there to inspire me. There are so many experiences and opportunities I have that I can be inspired. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to decide to believe that. And I wanted to let you guys know, you could just decide to believe that about your life too, that your life is full of inspiration about anything, about your job. If you're struggling to make decisions about if you're on the right career path, or if you should stay at the current job you're at, or if you should transfer to a different unit or a different facility or a different area of nursing altogether, if you should go back to school. If you're feeling confused and overwhelmed, you can just choose to believe that your life is full of inspiration. Or you could choose to believe that about your family. If you're like, I don't know what to do about my kids. You could just decide that's not true. I totally know what to do, or I'm going to find what to do because my life is full of inspiration. And the cool thing is once we start believing it, then we start seeing it. We start seeing the inspiration all around us. I've noticed that as I've been nurturing that thought that the Bold Nurse Society member gave me, that my life is full of inspiration. I've been looking around for it and I've been like, oh my goodness, all these things that are happening, all of these different experiences that are teaching me lessons, that are giving me new ideas for Bold Nurse Society for the podcast and just for myself. And so I want to just invite you to adapt that thought with me. Your life is full of inspiration and now you just got to look for it and you'll totally see it everywhere. Kind of cool, right? 
But this podcast episode that we're talking about today, our topic is it gets better is a lie, but that's okay. I was kind of hesitant to name the podcast that because as a life coach, I feel like I'm supposed to be giving you guys good news. (laughs) And that might not sound like very good news. You might be like, okay, Abby, thanks a lot. I'm drowning as a new nurse. I'm exhausted and overwhelmed. And you're telling me that it gets better is a lie. Some of you might have opted out of this episode. If you're here, I'm glad you're here because I think this is still going to be inspirational for you, that this is still going to move you forward. And that is what I think my job as a coach is. It's to tell you the truth. And what I find is the truth is what moves you forward. It gets you unstuck. So that is really my goal. I'm not trying to discourage you. I'm trying to help you move forward. But this idea for the podcast episode came from one of those sources of inspiration. It came from my life when I've been new at things. So as a new nurse, I would often hear nurses say, they would say to me, they would say to other new nurses, it gets better. And that was so nice of them, right? They're trying to give us some hope (laughs) because I know as a new nurse, sometimes you're just feeling so overwhelmed and you're like, what am I doing in this profession. This is so hard. And it's nice to hear that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, that it's going to get better, that you're in this period of difficulty, but that it's not going to last forever. Right. And so I would hear that as a new nurse. And then I also would hear that at other times when I've been new at something. So in high school, I was a hostess at a restaurant and then I became a server at that same restaurant. It was my Being the hostess was my very first job, and then it was exciting to become a server and start waiting tables. And I remember one time it was maybe I was on my third shift or something like that. Like I was just a couple shifts in, very new still, not very comfortable with what I was doing. And I got a huge party. So instead of, you know, waiting a table of four, it was one of those big groups where you have couple tables pushed together. They put a leaf in between. I don't know if it was a birthday party or a meeting or something, but it was a lot of people, probably like 17, 18 people. And I was pretty excited about it. I was like, I might be able to make a pretty good tip here. And it's kind of cool to have this opportunity to show that I can handle a group this size. So I was excited about it, but also pretty nervous about it. And as I was taking care of this table, At the end, when they were paying, they all had split checks. So they were all paying, you know, us two are together, we're together, they're together. And so I had to go and break up their payment because when I put all the orders in at the beginning, they hadn't told me they were separate. So then I went back to sort everything out. And I was back at the computer for a long time trying to sort out this payment. And I was very tunnel focused. I was like, I don't want to mess this up. I don't want to run the wrong card for the wrong order. So I was being really careful and it took me quite a while. And finally, I finished and went back out and gave them their bill. And that was all great. But then I turned to check on my other tables that I had totally forgot even existed. And when I went to one of the tables, there was a woman who was very upset with me. She was mad that I had disappeared for so long, rightly so, right? I had disappeared for a long time. I had totally forgotten about them, hadn't refilled their drinks. They had to flag down other servers to get refills. And she was just really frustrated. 
And so she started to raise her voice and express that frustration to me. And as I was standing there at the table, I started to cry. And I didn't want to cry. I didn't want her to know that it was really getting to me. But with it being my third shift, I was totally overwhelmed and caught off guard by this confrontation. So I started to cry and finished up talking to them. And then later on, the other servers were trying to console me. And they would say, it gets better. It's not always going to be this hard. And they would tell me stories about when they were a new server and how they messed up and dropped trays of food on people and all of that kind of stuff. And so I've noticed that that's something that we often tell people to reassure them when they're new at something. We say, it gets better. Now, like I said, I don't think it's really a problem. I think there's good intention and there's hope there. But today, the reason I want to talk about it is because I think we can tweak it just a little bit to give ourselves more power, to make it more empowering for us. Because when we say it gets better, we're giving it all the power. So what's it? Well, when people are saying it gets better for nurses, they're saying it, meaning your shift gets better or getting an admit gets better, right? All those tasks we do during a shift. It gets easier to put in an IV. It gets easier to do your assessments. It gets easier to manage the care of your patients. And so you see how phrasing it that way gives the power to the task, not to you as the nurse. So let me explain this in a little different context if you're like, what do you mean you're giving the power to the task? So my daughter, she just graduated from preschool. Well, she didn't officially graduate yet. She's going to be going again next year, but they had their end of year celebration for all the kids who are going to be going to kindergarten next year. And it was a big party and the week leading up to it, they had a lot of fun little celebrations and activities. And so after school, I would ask her, you know, how was it? Did you have fun? And I realized as I was saying that, I was giving the party all of the power or what they did at school that day all of the power instead of giving it to her, right? Because if it was fun, then she's kind of at the mercy of whatever the teacher had planned that day. If they went in the sprinklers, if they had treats, then it's up to those activities and up to the teacher to try to make her have fun and enjoy herself. And I don't think that's how it works. I think we choose to have fun. We create enjoyment. And so if she had fun, it's because she was receptive to a fun experience. Now, as a three and a half year old, of course, she doesn't get that. But as she gets older, if she's expecting other people to entertain her, or if she goes to hang out with friends and comes back and says, it was boring, it wasn't fun, then you see how that's totally disempowering to her. She was relying on other people to give her that entertainment and enjoyment when really it comes from within. So what I find is that when we give our outside situations the power, whether it's the activity, the task at work, when we give those things the power, then we're left waiting. We're at the mercy of those things. So coming back to the work example, if we're thinking it will get better, it will get easier, then we're just waiting, 
We're like, okay, when does it get easier? People told me it would get easier. When's that going to happen? And so we're not active creating the solutions in our lives and making it easier for ourselves. And the thing is, I don't think it's true. When we say it gets better or it gets easier, not really true, right? Like, yes, some things do change. Sometimes the hospital or your facility might adapt a new practice that makes it easier, that makes it easier to put in an IV. Maybe they get an IV resource team who comes around and starts the IVs for you. So yeah, your task just got easier getting an IV in your patient. But more often than not, it isn't really going to change. It's going to stay pretty much the same a lot of the time, right? Like the process for putting an IV is going to stay pretty much the same. You're going to look for some juicy veins that are calling your name. You're going to clean the site. You're going to lay out your supplies. You're going to put in the IV and get it all packaged up. That's not going to really change very much. And doing your charting, probably not going to change a ton, right? Like there are going to be updates to the system and you're going to learn new ways to put things in, and there are going to be little tweaks here and there, but generally the process for charting is going to stay pretty similar. It's not going to get easier. So instead of waiting for other things to change, for it to get easier, I want you to know what the truth is. And what I think people generally mean is even though it is going to stay the same, you are going to change. You're going to get more skilled. You're going to learn new things. You're going to have more experiences and then it will feel easier. So if you want nursing to feel easier, here's the trick. So I had someone comment on one of the episodes of the podcast recently on my website. She left a comment saying that the episode, I don't remember which one it was, was really helpful to her because she had been wanting to become a charge nurse for a while and been holding herself back from doing it. And what I responded to her was the way to become a good charge nurse is to be willing to be a really bad charge nurse for a while. And that's what it is for all you new nurses. The way to get good at putting in IVs is to be willing to be bad at putting in IVs for as long as it takes. So instead of finding someone else to go start the IV for you, if you're willing to be bad at it, then you'll get that practice. Then you'll improve. That's how it's going to feel easier down the road. Now, I'm not saying poke your patients a million times. I'm saying do your best, right? So you can take a look at the veins, make sure you're doing a thorough assessment to see if there's one that you think you could get and maybe try one or two. And if it doesn't work out, if you're not able to get the IV to start, Then when someone comes to help you out, observe them. Take a look at what they're doing. Take those opportunities to learn. That's how it feels easier. Because the task itself isn't going to get easier. You're just going to get more skilled. So give yourself tons of opportunities to get more skilled and be willing to be bad at it for a while. That has 100% been my approach with the podcast. When I first started out, I felt like, I was terrible. I was like, I don't know how to sit in a room and talk to myself and have it sound natural and get my ideas to flow, not 
stumble over my words. It took me a long time to record some of those past episodes, but now it feels so much easier. Even though the task is exactly the same, right? I'm still sitting here with a microphone in front of my face, just talking to an empty room. That's all the same, but I feel so much more comfortable because I was willing to go through the discomfort of being bad at it. And same with coaching. The first time I ever coached someone, I knew I could help them. I knew I had skills and tools that could help them, but I didn't feel super confident. Just like you guys as nurses, you have a lot of knowledge, a lot of tools, a lot of resources and things you can bring to your patients. You might not feel like you can do it smoothly and perfectly, just like I couldn't as a coach when I was first starting out and still can't now, if I'm honest, right? I'm always trying to improve and progress, but I feel so much more confident now because I went through the discomfort of being willing to be bad at it. So if you want it to feel easier, you got to be willing to be bad, be terrible, have patients that get upset at you. Just like when I was a server and that lady got mad at me and I'm sure she wasn't the only one, right? Because people are passionate about their food. You don't want to mess that up. But because I was willing to mess it up, right? Because I was willing to put in the wrong order sometimes and mess things up and try to make it right and keep learning, I was able to get better. And you can do that as a nurse too, okay? So I just don't want you to be waiting for it to get better. I want you to be active, searching for ways that you can improve, that you can be more skilled and you can have opportunities so it gets easier faster. Because the more discomfort you're willing to experience in a short amount of time, the more rapid you're going to grow. All right. Now, here's the other thing. We've been talking about skills, right? That's more like the literal part of like, it gets easier. Those nursing skills and tasks get easier. But I think we all know, and if you're a new nurse, you might be realizing that a huge part of the challenge of nursing isn't the tasks. It's not the physical things. It's the emotional side of it. And I want you to know that the same approach applies. People might tell you it gets easier emotionally. You won't be having those stress dreams later on. You won't be having as much pre-shift anxiety or during your shift, you might not feel as overwhelmed and busy and chaotic. But that's not because the work you're doing itself changes. It's because you learn how to manage stress. You learn how to feel your emotions. You learn how to work through them or choose not to indulge in the worry and anxiety. That's how the emotional part of a nurse feels easier. So just like we talked about with improving your skills, how you need to find those opportunities and embrace those opportunities to practice the skill. That's what you've got to do with your emotions. Now, I know you're probably like, okay, I'm going to go out and seek out opportunities to feel stressed, Abby. Great idea. (laughs) No, you don't need to seek out those opportunities. I'm sure you've got plenty of them in your life. They're already there just naturally. So I'm not saying go out and create more of them, but notice the ones that you have. What are you doing with those opportunities? Are you trying to escape them? Like finding someone else to put in your IV? We do that in a lot of ways in our lives, right? We try to escape our emotions. 
We go watch Netflix or eat some junk food and we try to escape the motion or cover it up, just bury it under a pile of ice cream. Raising my hand here. I do that sometimes. But when we do that, we don't get better at feeling the emotions. So instead, what I try to do and what I encourage you guys to do, if you want it to feel easier as a nurse, then give yourself those opportunities to embrace your emotions. Give yourself an opportunity to truly feel them. So instead of covering them up or running away from them, I want you to notice what your emotions feel like in your body. What does it feel like to feel stressed? Notice that. Notice the sensations that it creates. Maybe it's a tightness in your chest. Maybe it's this pit in your stomach and a little bit of like a nauseous feeling. Notice what it feels like. And when you do, what you will realize is stress isn't as scary as we make it out to be. We think it's terrifying, right? We try to avoid it at all costs. But when you really just get into your body and notice what your emotions feel like, what those sensations feel like, that's all an emotion is. Then it's not nearly as scary as we think it is. It's like, okay, I can totally survive feeling a little bit nauseous and some tightness in my chest. Don't love it, but it's totally possible. It's not this catastrophe I was making it out to be. Your emotions are not dangerous. And the more you're willing to practice them and lean into them, just like practicing your nursing skills, the easier they will feel. Okay, so that's one tip I want to give to you guys. And the next tip I want to offer to you is to gain awareness. Okay, so think about when you're trying to learn a new nursing skill. I think one thing that's so helpful as a new nurse is to reflect on your shifts. When you're not in the middle of the craziness, when you're driving home from work or even a couple days after, if you need a little bit of time to just chill out for a second, take some time to reflect on your shifts. And as you do that, that'll give you some awareness. Okay, what went wrong here? What could I have done better here? What did I not know or what did I forget or what did I learn, right? So if you take that time to reflect, it gives you more awareness over yourself so you can decide what you want to spend your time focusing on the next shift. Maybe there are some opportunities you want to seek out to learn some new skills or you have some questions you want to ask or you have a different idea of how you could approach your workflow that's going to improve it. So when we take that time to gain awareness and reflect on it, That's what helps us move forward and then start being intentional. Okay, so just like we can do that with our skills, we can do that with our emotions. So you guys might not know this. If you're new to listening to the podcast, this might be new to you. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you've heard me say this a million times. But what I want you to know is your emotions come from your thoughts. So when you think it's going to be a horrible shift, you feel some anxiety. When you think, I don't know what to do to help this patient, you feel confused. When you think, I should have done better, I'm not a good enough nurse, you feel shame. So it's your thoughts that create your emotions. So if we want to feel better, we have to start choosing some different thoughts. But in order to do that, we have to first gain some awareness over our thoughts because Our thoughts are usually just buzzing around, going on autopilot, and we're not being intentional about them. Just like sometimes we're not intentional about our learning and our shifts and our growth. 
So I want you to just start gaining some awareness over your thoughts to notice the sentences that go through your mind. Not trying to change them, not trying to judge them or stop them, but just like after a shift, you might think about what happened during that shift? What was going on there? I want you to do that with your thoughts. What was happening in that moment? What was I thinking? I know I was feeling really stressed and overwhelmed. What was I thinking in that moment? And as you practice doing that, the cool thing is you start to realize, oh, it was that thought that created that emotion, not the situation. I had someone reach out to me on Instagram and I loved this story she shared with me. She was saying she's listened to the podcast for a while and she always kind of resisted the idea that our thoughts create our emotions. She was like, I get it to some extent, but it just really hadn't sunk in until this experience she shared with me. So she said she's a travel nurse and was feeling a lot of self-pity about her travel assignment. It just hadn't worked out the way she expected. She was away from her family. It was just really feeling a lot of self-pity. And she said as she sat in her hotel room by herself eating a cold potato, like a baked potato that was just cold, she was really feeling that self-pity and feeling bad for herself. But then she said all of a sudden she had this little thought. She was like, you know, this potato is kind of like eating potato salad. And as soon as she started to think about it that way, she said her mood started to lift. She was like, it's not that bad. I can eat this potato. It actually tastes kind of good. And she was like, it was so simple. It was such a silly thing. But as I realized that that thought was what changed my entire experience in that situation, she realized the power of her thoughts. So start by just gaining awareness. Don't try to change it. Just start noticing And the more you do that, the more power you'll gain back because you have 100% control of your thoughts. You are the creator of your thoughts. You're not the creator of what happens during your shift, but you get to create your experience by the thoughts you choose and the feelings and the emotions you generate for yourself. And the more you do it, the more you'll create those emotions that are more pleasant, like fulfillment and confidence and joy. So you don't have to wait for nursing to change. You don't have to wait for your patients to change. You can do that right now. All right, so the last tip I wanna give you to make it emotionally easier is to pay attention to how you talk to yourself. I want you to think, like if you had someone following you around during your shift, saying the things you say in your own head to you, if they were like, you're moving really slow, You sure you should be a nurse? Maybe you should quit. You're doing a terrible job. Everyone's judging you. If they were following you around saying those things to you during your shift, how enjoyable would that be? Or on the drive home from work, if someone was saying the same things that you say to yourself on the way home, how would you feel? Like imagine if someone else picked you up and they're sitting there and the whole drive home, they're saying, wow, you really messed that up this shift. That was embarrassing. Are you really coming back tomorrow? It's going to be horrible. If they were sitting there telling you all of those things that you might be saying to yourself, it's not going to be an enjoyable experience. It's going to feel awful. It's going to feel heavy and shame-filled and scary. And it's not going to be that fulfilling career you were hoping to have. 
until you change that. So the amazing thing is you could change that anytime. So instead of waiting for it to get easier or even waiting for yourself to get more skilled as a nurse, you can start there. So first, get awareness over it. Just like we talked about, that first step is getting awareness. What are those sentences going on in your brain? How are you talking to yourself right now? And then be intentional. Decide, I'm not going to talk to myself that way anymore. I would never say that to one of my coworkers. I would never say that to one of my friends. Why am I saying that to myself? And then decide how you're going to talk to yourself instead. What would you say to your best friend? What do you say to your coworkers when they make mistakes or have a rough shift? Say that to yourself and it'll make the experience so much more enjoyable because instead of having that mean, scary person following you around all shift in your head, you'll have someone who's kind and supportive and who has your back. That's what we all need, but it starts in your head, in your own mind. So choose to treat yourself that way now. All right, you guys, I hope this helps you out. I hope you know that even though it doesn't get better, it doesn't get easier, it can also be a totally different experience because it doesn't need to change. What will change, what will evolve, what will grow is you. And as you take those opportunities to progress, you will create a vastly different experience. All right, my friends, you got this. The power is in your hands. You don't have to wait for anything to change. And I think that is the best news ever. All right. Thank you so much for being here. It's always a pleasure to chat with you. And take a second, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, if it helps you as a new nurse, feel a little bit more confident and more in control of your experience, I would love for you to go leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to me to read those reviews, and I love to give you guys shout outs here on the podcast. So please take a second, go leave a review on the podcast. I would love to read it. Have a beautiful week, and I'll talk to you later. Take care.